Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. So happy you could make it today, and I'm thrilled that I could make it for sure. Um, let's see. Toulouse is trying to get comfortable here. He's, he's like... He was upset there was a nail clipper. I guess Bella left it in his blanket, and he was not happy there was a nail clipper in his blanket. He's like, oh, Mommy, you got to get this out of here. <laughs> this is not fun. So, um, uh, da -dun, da -dun. so we are going to be diving into something new today that I don't even know anything about, really. Um, we're going to be exploring it, and this is how I do things. I talk to people, and I just let things flow. I'm open and willing to receive like insight and inspired action. <clears throat> and then I, I find stuff out. So we do it by just nudging and exploring and being verbal and sharing. And this is how we do it. So if you um, remember doing this in your life, then definitely give that some value and consider doing it again because we are swamped. We are swamped in a world of technology and overwhelm and chaos and fear. And we have forgotten to tap into this valuable resource. And how do we tap this valuable resource? We find something at or above our frequency. At or above. Above is really great <laughs> if you can find someone. Not too far above or you're just going to end up in a fight. But just above, you know, or just at your highest frequency. And you get together with the only intention of sharing. Um, no judgment. You know, bring judgment out. Bring a comparison out and expectation out. And just start to talk about what's going on in your life or what's meaningful to you or what your passion is. And start to play with the idea, with each other's ideas. Like how, you know, and... And be off the wall, be wild. Uh, let me think. Like, you're going to be throwing out crazy fun ideas, and as you do, you're going to start to feel these little, these little blooms, these little like explosions of possibility. And then you might tweak this or tweak that or nudge this a little further. And it might seem really crazy, but then it might feel so good that you know crazy is the way to go. That's what happens, all right? That's how I do the wild, wild things I do. So what I want to share with you is something that happened to me in the middle of the night, and it was really bizarre. And it might have been um, brought... Well, let me just share what happened, and then we'll go into what could have brought it on, which is the exploring and the uh, and the picking at it and the understanding, uh, in a sense, of what... Um, what might have value, you know, like what, anyway, let me just say what happened. So I was in this kind of sleepy state, but I mean, I was in bed. I was resting. I had woken up, but I wasn't quite asleep anymore. And I was having these thoughts and they were like kind of still dream thoughts. It was like, you know, just goofy stuff and not real stuff maybe, or maybe it was a little real, but it wasn't anything that mattered to me. And it was just this goofy stuff. And my mind was just running with it. And then 
all of a sudden it just stopped. Gives me goosebumps. It just stopped and there was nothing. It was like I turned off the television. It was the most amazing experience. It just was like nothing and suddenly I was just back and I was just me. It's like I snapped back. So the reason I'm sharing this is because we don't realize how much of the time we're running with thought. We just don't realize it until we're not in it. And I don't know if fasting yesterday helped, if um, not watching Netflix helped or movies or shows because I was cold turn. Well, not really cold turn because Bill and I get together at night and we watch an episode or two of Psych, but I was just done when I was done and I was willing to let my body tell me when it was time to go to sleep and I really spent time listening to my body yesterday, just really listening for guidance and stuff. And um, yeah, that it was really wild. So it brought me back to center, like yesterday's uh, thing made me realize that I want to do intermittent fasting. I want to I want to go back to having a window to eat in, because that allows my body time to be off of carbs and sugars and anything else that shows up in my diet. It stops it. And when that is stopped in my experience, then I don't have the cravings anymore. And it's much easier to resist. But when I'm eating sugar, it's hard to resist sugar. It's like, it's just there. I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it. So by doing the intermittent fasting, it's really great for me. So I'm going to eat over a six to eight hour window today. And from now on, but definitely I know I'm doing it today. So check out these releases I'm having. I'm saying it and I'm releasing. And I love this because I find that the yawning comes in areas of my talk that are meaningful to me also. And that is super awesome. So I want to, I almost should be taking notes, <laughs> I feel like I but these are things I'm doing. So, so, uh, but this whole thing of just having it stop and there was nothing and it just felt good it felt like amazing to be snapped back and not have that residual like you know like getting up from a groggy sleep that residual sleep um you know or wondering what was going to happen or or is there resolution with this thing I was thinking about and it doesn't matter if there was resolution it wasn't even of any value it was like um, a television program I had no value to my life rambling in these thoughts. It was a distraction, at best a distraction, right? And uh, I don't know, I want to be present more, you know, like, and so I do think it is important to get rid of the addictive things. And I think using the phone excessively, looking at that phone screen, I think the phone screen might be more entrancing than the computer even. And um, we all know like how zombified we can get in front of a screen. But I, for some reason, I feel like the addictive properties of the phone, which I'm not, I'm not really well versed on in any way, but someone was telling me once they had to get off, was it Instagram or TikTok? It must've been TikTok. They had to get off of it because it was it, it's creating um the situation of instant gratification and 
the fact that you can just swipe to the next thing within a second um, or whatever if you're if you're not liking what you're listening to so it's creating that instant gratification which is making everything in their lives having to be like instant gratification and this is how we're wired people this is like when I was a kid and I played with a Rubik's Cube like incessantly for hours like I was learning it not that I was any good at it but I still spent hours trying to figure that puzzle out and I was doing it daily and we didn't have a lot of distractions like television and stuff when I was a kid there wasn't that great of programming on you know there was soap operas in the afternoon and whatever but news in the morning there just wasn't programming all the time like there is now so uh I was doing my Rubik's Cube a lot (sighs) I should tell you also we didn't have a lot of toys back then you made your own entertainment like I would sew or I would get a coloring book out or I'd read a book so you were very involved in your entertainment it wasn't just happening to you or dragging you in like games do today and stuff. So, you know, we'd have to pull out a board game if we wanted to play a game and get people together. And fortunately, I was one of seven (laughs) kids. So there was always kids around to play school with or something. Or we'd go outside and make up imagination games. And that is not happening so much now. And the imagination is such a critical part of being a human. Being a human, being... um, a soul having a human experience because it, it's the imagination which really allows us to connect to soul. Isn't this cool? I read this line in this book and it said, depression is um, maybe the body telling you you need to. So depression, like they, they separated it out, like the Eschen part, depressed, depressed means you need to express and I like that. Like there's something you need to create. It's your body telling you, whoa, we need to do some creating. We need to do some creating. And I kind of believe that because when I get bummed out, I have not been creating and I am not creating. And creating would probably stir up the juices and get it going. It's like that whole thing of being bored. Um, you know, you have to you have to do something to not be bored. <laughs> it's very simple. Oh my God, the time's going so quick. So let's go back. And I this whole thing of my mind just stopping, just stopping, like, er, and there was nothing. It made me um, want to reincorporate more meditation in my life and have that quiet time. There is value in this. And the thing is, we have to experience it to know it. That's important. And if you have had a mind that goes, goes, goes all the time and you're always thinking and you're always planning and you're always, you know, like spinning those wheels in your head, you may not even know what it would feel like. All right. So, and if that's the case and you do want to try meditation, just go really slow at it. Just go slow at it and just focus on the breath. How about that? You know, just go slow, maybe a minute, maybe two minutes, just do two minutes. And you know, Kyle Cease is so cute and wonderful. And he says, um, you just do it one now moment at a time. You know, this is just now. This is just now. You could have a mantra. Mantra would be great. This is just now. All is well. I, um, yeah. And maybe don't even set a timer. Maybe just do it and ask the body how long. And just feel it. Just feel how good it feels. 
Yeah, so uh, I think that this is all like reducing uh, screen time, uh, reducing what you do on the phone, or I'm definitely going to do it myself, reducing what I do on my phone um, to only things necessary to do on the phone. Um, and just allowing more creativity. Like I've, I'm just determined now, I'm always going to have a creative project going. Even if it's a kit, even if it's something goofy. Like right now we're doing a paint by number of Starry Night. It's very intricate. But it's something Bill and I can do together. We can share. We can alternate. We can leave out and all work on it. And um, I like that we can have that as our go-to. And not like, oh, what's the latest YouTube video or, you know, that's the kind of stuff that's really spinning us back into that zombie zombie zone, you know. So we want to find other things like a, keep a book to read that you're in, you know, and uh, re be okay reading two three pages at a time. We have to realign ourselves with our senses, and the phone and the computer and the TV they're taking us out of our senses. And that's why when you eat in front of a television, you can you will eat more and you will enjoy it less than if you were just eating with a friend or eating by yourself and enjoying and experiencing the food. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so water is my main drink of the day again. <clears throat> I've got my water here. I'm all good. I just looked at the timer. It was 1333. Cool. Um, a lot of confirmation. So let's go back. Okay, we've got a couple of minutes. So I want to I wanna go deeper with this. I got two minutes. And the deeper part is this, that ego and mind are tools. They are tools. And the ego is all about judgment. And the mind's all about files and matching things in the files and organizing the files in your head. But it's all files of stuff that you've experienced um, whether you're conscious and remember it or not. And that's important too. Um, so, because you know, you take in all this information, the brain's storing a lot of it, even if you're not recognizing it. That's why you have these people who have these abilities to, you know, they know how to tap into their, their brains and recall the fine details of an experience or go back and go into those files and relive them. And hypnosis does that too. You know, it gives you a chance to go back and re-experience something. So, hmm, let's see. So we have the ego and the mind. And what happened to me in the middle of the night was that there was no ego and no mind. And that is a powerful experience. No ego, no mind. This is a state of being that we want to come to be very familiar with. And we live in a physical world. And if we are always judging stuff, Take a step back. Unconditional love does not include judgment. So if we can be grateful and loving, we'll find that we check the ego. Easy, right? Just check that ego with gratitude and love. And I've been finding that if I'm feeling kind of an overwhelmed feeling or something, I just start a mantra of, of gratitude. This has been happening a lot lately. I just love to like be like, and I'm and, and it's funny because we, we're going to start like with the obvious. I'm grateful for Bella. I'm grateful for my home. But what about I'm grateful for the lamp on my dresser? What about I'm, I'm grateful for um, the carpet in my room? I'm grateful for the, the heat that um, heats my house. You know, I'm grateful for my nails, you know, on my fingers. We can go really wild and 
And just, it's good to bring equal value to everything, you know, equal value to everything. Oh my gosh, I already went over. So I've given you a lot to think about. Fun, fun, fun. And uh, yeah, so be, uh, be, cons- be like open and considering the idea of having a no thought and being a present with no thought, what that would be like. And is that something you're open to trying and open to doing? And is meditation for you or is there another way? You know, is there another way? This is the fun part of being here and being human. You can ask questions and work with your higher self and get amazing insights. So um, anyway, fun, fun, fun. Keep up the good work. I'm sending you lots of love. Bye now. joining us on that happiness show if you'd like more information or have questions you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142 private sessions are available as well as retreats it is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again thank you for listening this is gemma Fawcett, host of that happiness show